guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing, and today we're going to talk about something that we really don't ever really want to talk about, but it is a necessity, especially with the pandemic, and in my case, I have, um, my husband and I have aging parents, so we're having to think about these things, even though we don't want to think about them, and I know that, you know, we always say we need to take care of these things while we're young so we don't have to think about them when we get older and um, just get it done so that it's done. It can be tweaked and it can be changed over time, but these are things we really should get done when we first get married and really kind of look over them maybe every five years, every 10 years, every few years or so and make changes as needed, but keep it somewhere in a safe so that no one can access it and it's there in case of emergency, medical emergency, or in case of death. All right, um, this is something that you might want to get done now so that you can get it over with and not have to worry about it later. But a lot of this information is from Myrtle Marie, and of course, as usual, I will leave uh, information about her. She has a planner that you can purchase and uh, use in a binder or in a folder for all of this but um, it is some good advice and it's something we all need. Um, she says, hey, is your life organized? I mean, is it organized enough that if someone unex something unexpectedly happened to you today, someone could tie up all the loose ends? And you know, I um, used to work at Sam's Club and we ran into a lot of people that did not have any access to any of their loved ones info and it really did make it hard for them to change over credit cards and memberships and etc so this is always a good thing to have available for your spouse or your family members and uh first she talks about um uh, adding a new planner to the resor her resource library, and it is a planner on exactly how to get organized in the event of death. And I know that sounds morbid, and nobody wants to talk about it, and uh, not talking about it, we don't plan for it. But it's something that we all know will happen one day, so we really do need to take care of these things. Um, one of her close friends lost her father very unexpectedly. He was a healthy, active man, and one day he was here and the next day he wasn't. And he did not have a will. So my friend and her brother, you know, knew who he was leaving his home and his car and his collectibles to. But that's kind of where the organization ended because they had no idea all of his accounts, 
his debts, his credit card accounts, his utility bills, all of that, they had to rummage through old mail, just trying to find account numbers. And many of the companies they called didn't even want to speak with them because they weren't designated as someone that could talk to. So it was a whole process of getting that taken care of. They didn't even know the passcode to his phone or his computer or his tablet. It was just a really hard time and it just made it even harder having to do all of these things uh, through grief and losing their father. Uh, she was trying to raise her family, work a full-time job, and she had a lot going on. Um, and that, you know, if you at least have access, you know, to their, you do need to wait until you get their death certificate because the death certificate can make things a little bit easier. But here are a lot of things she wants you to know that, will make your life a lot better or your loved one's life a lot better if something happens to you. Um, life insurance policies and wills. First, you definitely want your life insurance policies. You need to have copies of those so that then, especially your loved ones, can contact the companies and get everything started with getting that paid. You want the information about your will, uh, like the name of the attorney, or maybe you have a will that's not even with an, an attorney. You know, you could have wrote a will on LegalZoom, so that's also an option. Especially important, you know, where you can live pretty much will designate, where you live will designate what kind of will you are allowed to have because every will has to go through probate court anyway. So you don't want something that the probate court will not even accept, but you know you just want to make sure that you have that together, whether it be a copy of your will or just a document stating where the will can be found and who has been designated as the representative of your will. Um, you need copies of birth certificates. You definitely either want to have them in the folder or copies of them. You need copies of social security cards because the originals you can keep in a safe. But if you have copies of these, that it makes it at least very helpful and then uh, where the originals are and how to get to the originals when that is needed. Uh, you know, marriage certificates, you need divorce decrees, you need all the vaccination reports, uh, all of your children, all of your pets, passports, make copies of passports. Um, property deeds, you need copies uh, and um, of any property deeds you own. That means your own home or any rentals that you own. You know, uh, you 
need to go through the steps to keep your home. You know, because it's one of the most valuable assets out of the probate court if something happens to you. So a living trust works well, but you may not want to go through all the trouble of creating one. So actually, a lot of states will offer a transfer on death deeds. So if you could check into that transfer on death deeds, then that would already take care of your home and then it will not go into probate court. You can change your mind at any time and you can change it. Uh, well, you can change your mind at any time. And um, but after your death, it's just a simple process for any beneficiary to transfer the property title to themselves. So consider a transfer on death deed for real estate. They're just really good to have the beneficiary that you name to inherit the property doesn't have any legal right to the property until your death. So the beneficiary doesn't have to sign, acknowledge, or even be told about the deed. Through, though, it's usually just a good idea to give the beneficiary a heads up about it. So it's just something that you want to do so you know your home will go to the exact person that you want it to go to. This is not a gift of property, so there's no need to concern yourself with a type of federal gift tax, and that is a big plus because that saves you money, that saves the person who you leave the home to money. It just makes the transfer so much easier. Now, automobile titles. So you know if you're married or in a long-term relationship, you should consider having all of your automobiles titles as joint with right of survivorship. The survivor can transfer the title the easiest way by just bringing the title and the death certificate to the DMV office. It just simplifies things, having everything ready to go. I mean, it's hard enough that they lost a loved one and this just simplifies. Uh, J-W-R-O-S, which stands for Joint with Right of Survivalship. That's what you need. And that will appear after both owners' names on the title. Now, living trust or will. Now, if you have a living trust, some people have a living trust and a will. Some people just have a will or just a living trust. With a living trust, you do not have to worry about probate court, but there's a lot of things that doesn't include that it doesn't include that a will does. So it's really up to you which one you have. But if you do have one, you definitely need to have information about where that can be found or a copy of it in your folder. Tax records. You need to have a list of all your beneficiaries and you also need to have copies of your tax records for the past five years. Account information. 
Now, it's really important to get all of your accounts organized. So that way, if somebody needs to take over paying them or to shut them off, they can. Bank accounts. Um, you need to write down account numbers. Make sure that you write down all digital accounts, passwords, lists of any accounts that have reoccurring payments. You know, these need to be like your bank accounts and you definitely need to list those, but also any debt that you owe, like utility bills, cell phone bills, credit card bills, your mortgage, real estate tax bills, if you have a storage unit, everything that you pay for monthly needs to be written down so it can be taken care of, canceled, or paid. Passwords, that's another one that's important. You need to write down all the passwords to all the accounts. Important contacts, you need to have a list of all your important contacts medical family medical information if you have children with allergies or pets with allergies that, <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> that all needs to be written down now here's one that is good to have it's not a absolute necessity but right why not write love letters to all of your family members your friends and families um, they'll be grieving and it'd be nice for them to be able to read a letter um, talking about how much you love them, how much you care for them, how proud you are of your children, um, you know, and things like that. Those are also nice things to leave behind. You know, they're dealing with the loss of losing you. So these letters will really help the grieving process. And then you need a list of all your final wishes. <clears throat> all right, now we're gonna do a little review. Myrtle Marie and what to do in case of death. If something happened to you, would someone be able to find your important documents? Myrtle guides us through the steps of getting organized in the event of an emergency or our death. Make sure to let someone you trust, uh, truly trust know where all this information can be found if something were to happen. Myrtle says, your loved ones will thank you for this. If something were to happen to you, they don't want to spend countless hours trying to tie up all the loose ends. Check your state guidelines for will requirements. There are websites where you can download templates. Some states even accept handwritten wills, but you gotta ch check with your state. See if your state offers transfer on death deeds. It's an alternative to transferring real estate after your death to avoid probate court. Consider having automobile titles as joint with right of survivorship. <laughs> if one person dies, the other partner owns 100% of the automobile. Organize all important documents such as life insurance policies, your will, birth certificates, etc. Put all of these documents for copies, 
together or write out where they can be found. Organize important accounts. Make copies of all your bills. Write down account numbers. List if any accounts have reoccurring payments and write down all digital accounts and the passwords. Write down all the passwords to all of your accounts, online accounts, social media, uh, streaming services, phone, computer, tablet, shopping accounts. List all important contacts, family, friends, doctors, contacts for your children, etc. Organize all your family's medical records. Include any final wishes that you have. All right, guys, that was a long list of things that you really, really need, but it is very important. Listing all your accounts, listing all your passwords, medical history for each family member, contact information, and don't forget your pets, medical and legal contacts, write out your final wishes, and tell someone where to find all this information. And the last thing you can do for your family. Know, I know this seems like a lot to get organized, but it is really important that you do this. Your loved ones will thank you for it because if something was going to happen to you, then they don't want to spend countless hours trying to tie up all the loose ends and searching for account numbers and bills, just trying to figure everything out. You know, and the, most importantly also, well, all of this was very, very important, but I really love what she has to say about all the things that you're proud of, of your kids, um, you know, and you can add to it through the years. It doesn't have to be just one final letter. You can write several letters to your children as they grow uh, or leave them uh, memory books with little notes written in there. You know, um, there's a lot of things you can do to make the process a lot easier for your family members. And Another thing is don't leave them a garage full of junk. Um, don't, don't leave them so much thing, so many things that they have to go through and search through and figure out what to get rid of and what to keep. Leave something to each family member that means something to each one. Um, and minimize your life as much as possible. Organize your life as much as possible so that when you do pass that it's not as overwhelming for them while they're already grieving. So, all right, guys, this was one of those tough subjects that we all need to um, talk about and take care of. And let's get it done. You can spend five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. It doesn't all have to be done at once, but work on it. At least it get started. And um, even if you don't finish, which we hope you have plenty of time to finish, but 
even if you don't finish it, it's going to make everything easier. Everything easier. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next one.